Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash pro revenge, where OP completely ruins her landlord's life. Our next Reddit post is from Lord Smaldemort. I lived in an illegal rental in a place that you would call a landlord's market. There was a housing shortage, and although I had a great job, no credit problems, and no background issues, it was impossible to rent somewhere affordable because of my dog. I eventually found a great place, but it came with a nutty landlord. She lived on the property, but I'm not a choosing beggar, so I took it. For 12 months, I endured the landlord's violation of my rights. Taking deposits she shouldn't have, micromanaging my personal life and my guests, it was pretty awful. She was always high on painkillers and had tiny pin needle pupils. She kept talking to me about weird stuff and trapping me in conversations that I would rather not hear. Faced with homelessness, I endured the trampling of my rights and privacy. She made me miserable. After a full year of this, I'd had enough. She crossed the line when she had the cops remove my boyfriend from the property when I was at work one day. He had been there for less than 48 hours. I'd been out of town for two weeks, and during that time, no one was living at my apartment. But at the tail end of that two weeks, my boyfriend was at my apartment for less than 48 hours. So, on top of tossing my boyfriend out, she sent me a bill for his rent and utilities for two weeks, even though no one was living there for two weeks. No one was in my house. She had already bullied me, and I guess she thought that she could extort me too. She created fake court paperwork to intimidate me. The bills that I received from her were insane. They were not the writings of a lucid human. She got tons of details wrong and made inappropriate personal statements. This is when the shit hit the fan. I finally decided to stand my ground. I drew the line at extortion. Everything that she sent to me was complete BS. I think the Vicodin she was taking was making her brave. As an aside that will be super relevant later, her employer had an open fraud case against her. She told me about it early in my tenancy because she dared them to come after her. Perhaps she shouldn't have dared so hard. After the fake tenancy debacle, things got real. I took time off work to read up on my rights and to protect my dog and my stuff. Meanwhile, my landlord continues to harass me. Specifically, she did the following things to me over the course of a few days. 1. She called me from a blocked number and asked for a stripper and a call girl. 2. She called my work posing as a new landlord seeking a reference and told them that I was partying to try to get me in trouble for not being at work. 3. She came into my yard at 11 o'clock at night, stomped on my porch to scare me, and then walked out of the yard. When I asked her, what the hell are you doing? She said, it's a free country. 4. She called the Humane Society and told them that I had a vicious dog on the loose who attacked her dog. 5. She called the cops and sent them to my job, claiming that she found drugs in my house. And to be clear, I work with kids. Needless to say, I was pretty freaked out by all these things. I got a temporary restraining order against her. She couldn't keep trying to ruin my career and get my dog euthanized and attempt to intimidate me. The legal process took three years, but eventually I won in court. This was a huge win for my safety and empowerment. However, when I did move about 10 days after her extortion, she falsified documents, kept my deposit, and I was forced to go back to court to get my money. Again, I won, and although it took a lot of time and energy, eventually the money was garnished from her account. I not only got out of my lease, but I also took my deposit money back against her will. 
I had a restraining order against her for three years, and she didn't know my new address. I was thrilled. The torment that she put me through was unbelievable. So, let's cut to the revenge. Remember that fraud case that she boasted about? Well, it came back to bite her. My landlord decided to do construction, high as a kite on Vicodin, while collecting disability because she was, quote, wheelchair-bound. See the issue here? She played the system to get paid early retirement, ate pills all day, increased her property value by building up her space, and collected money from illegal rentals. Four months before I moved out, she started doing construction, and I had a strange feeling that I should document her fraud. I knew that she could turn on me at any point, and, well, I'm sure glad I had the foresight to do this. She had gone into work on the first day of her contract and then fallen out of a wheelchair on a ramp that wasn't up to code. Almost exactly four weeks later, she was building a tool shed from scratch. And, obviously, she was doing construction without a wheelchair. She was bold. She figured she would never get caught. She was doing all sorts of physical activity. I decided to film her, and I made sure to write down the date. I also took pictures. Some part of me just knew that I should document what I was seeing because she was an awful human who was leeching off of the system. She worked in education and she couldn't be fired. Her position was tenured and she was holding on to her spot while on medical leave for over four years. They legally couldn't hire a new teacher. Substitutes poured in and out of her classroom. Hundreds of kids missed out on getting a legitimate education because she held her spot. She was scum. I worked in a similar field, so I knew what damage she was doing with her actions. Shortly after moving out, while the restraining order was still in effect, I went to her employer and offered them evidence in their fraud case against her. This was a serious, state-led fraud case against her. They were really going after her. Her boss was elated that I had such strong evidence against her. He put me in touch with private investigators. I handed over the evidence after sitting down with them and giving my statement of her activity and how she was mobile at home. I didn't have to exaggerate, and I didn't have to lie. I just told them exactly what happened. Even if she had never burned me in the first place, I felt like I was doing my civic duty by ensuring these kids had a real teacher in their classroom instead of this piece of garbage. Months later, I called the investigators and found out my evidence was what really sealed the deal. She was convicted of disability fraud. She was fired from her position and had to pay back years worth of disability payments. I did that. I'm the reason that her scam fell apart. She thought that she could bully me with extortion, but she couldn't. After I stood up to her, she thought that she could ruin my career and hurt my dog, but she couldn't. In fact, I won. This was really what I needed to feel empowered after she harassed me. It wasn't even revenge so much as standing up for myself. When she pays back her disability payments, she only has her house to pay it back with. My dream is that she loses her house, ends up being a renter, and just has to pray for a kind landlord. Then OP includes pictures and videos of the landlord doing construction, which I'm not going to publish in this YouTube video because I'm pretty sure that's against TOS. However, that does provide more evidence that this story is completely legit. So OP, let's recap. You took down a scummy landlord who was scamming her tenants, the government, and her employer. You helped out an entire classroom full of kids who were getting screwed over because of this woman's laziness. And last but not least, you protected your dog from this scumbag of a human being. So overall, OP, this is a 5 star out of 5 star pro revenge story. Bravo. 
I know that a lot of my fans listen to my podcast while they're out running errands. What if I told you that while you're listening to my podcast running errands, you could also be earning money? Get Upside is an app that lets you get cash back from locations like gas stations and grocery stores. And Get Upside doesn't give you coupons or points, it gives you cold, hard cash. It's super easy to use. Just download it to your phone, check in at an approved location when you make a purchase, and bam, you could get up to 25 cents per gallon cash back on gas deposited right into your GetUpside account. You can use that cash at Amazon, Starbucks, or just transfer it into your bank account. The average user earns about $150 per year. Imagine making over 100 bucks just by downloading an app. Download the free app, GetUpside, and use promo code SLASH to get up to 50 cents cash back per gallon on your first tank. That's promo code SLASH. Our next Reddit post is from Guero Bear. So this was quite a few years ago. One day my kids were skating in a quarter pipe when this truck comes around the corner with a Bubba driving and she sees my daughter come off the quarter pipe and instead of slowing down, he floors it and rips past my house while still accelerating and yells something like, stay out of the road, effers. I yelled at the guy to slow down. The following weekend, I'm out mowing my lawn and I see this guy coming. So I walk out to the edge of the road and try to wave him down to talk. But Bubba just floors it again, laughing like a maniac as he goes flying by with his engine revving. This guy is a nut. So I go to the hardware store and pick up three orange safety cones. I put a sign on each one saying, slow down, residential neighborhood, kids at play. A few days later, I come outside and I find the cones have been run over. I already know who's done it. I'm pretty pissed off. Like, really angry. And in that anger, I came up with my most brilliant plan. I went to the hardware store and purchased three new cones, along with cement and steel rebar. I filled those cones with rebar and cement and let them set. After the cones were ready, I put them back out in the side of the street by my house with the same three signs as before. It did not take long. Two days later, I'm in my garage tinkering, and I hear that damn truck engine revving as the Bubba goes full pedal to the metal. I look up just in time to see his truck steer towards the shoulder to run over the cones. Man, it was a beautiful sight, like nothing I'd ever seen before. He hit the first cone with his bumper, and the cone fell forward and rotated the base up towards his engine block and actually lifted the front of his truck upwards. And then his front passenger wheel made a direct connection with the second cone and launched his truck even higher into the air. The third cone also made a direct hit on his right tire suspension as his truck came down to a screeching halt. There were fluids running out from under his truck, and his passenger tire was angled inwards at a 90-degree angle. Bubba was pissed off and started screaming about how I wrecked his truck and how I'm gonna pay. I yelled back and said, well then, let's call the cops and get them out here to make a report. And you can tell them how you were racing down the road and intentionally ran over safety cones. Or, alternatively, I can call you a tow truck. So, which is it gonna be? We called a tow truck. I never did see Bubba drive down my street anymore after that incident. I was worried that he would try to get revenge, but nothing ever happened, and we moved out a couple of years later. Okay, so obviously I'm not a lawyer. I'm just a YouTuber, so what do I know? But I'm like 99% sure that what you did was extremely illegal. So, for example, what would have happened if just a completely normal driver had hit those cones and destroyed their car or gotten in a wreck? Then that basically would have been your fault, OP. However, based on this dude's behavior, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he had other run-ins with the law. 
Maybe no insurance, driving without a license, having a warrant for his arrest. I mean, who knows? So even though what you did was almost certainly illegal, OP, you did it to an even bigger criminal. So it's like, what's he going to do? Report you? This is basically the equivalent of mugging a drug dealer. What's a drug dealer going to do? Call the cops and say, hey, can you come help me? Some guy stole my drugs. Our next Reddit post is from Fish's Rule. A few years ago, there was an incident with a dog at a friend's work. The dog was brachycephalic, which means that it was one of those dogs that had a squished face. The dog collapsed during routine handling, received first aid, made it to a vet clinic, but unfortunately was euthanized about five or six hours later. I was there at the time and I performed the first aid. I've worked as a vet nurse and I had recently undertaken a pet first aid course. The owner of the business offered the dog's purchase price and vet fees to the dog's owner as compensation, but the dog owner wanted more and they turned it down. Legally, pets are considered property, so emotional damages are not factored into legal proceedings. Three months after the dog passed, the owners realized they were not getting the big payout they expected. So they started a Facebook campaign to trash the business, my friend who was handling the dog, and even me. I started getting attacked by nutjobs on Facebook. I got private messages asking if I enjoyed smothering a dog to death, telling me that I should die. I stepped away from it all. This was not worth my mental health. A few days later, enter douchebag. He volunteered at the local SPCA and watched some Caesar Milan videos, so he thought that he was a dog trainer. He takes on the harassment campaign as his own personal project. He starts messaging people who were there, including me. I tell him to get a life. In total, there were just five messages exchanged between us. He screenshotted our conversation, posted it to the Facebook page, and then encouraged people to harass me. I did a quick search. He was using a trademarked phrase as the name of his business. He's not registered for taxes. He has no permits to have pets on his property as part of an unregistered business. This pissed me off to no end because I did have a legitimate pet business and I did all the right things at great expense. So, I wrote an email. Dear trademark holder, is this guy your employee? He's giving your trademark a bad name. And another email. Hi, tax office. This guy has income. Are you aware of it? And another email. Hi, local council. What's this guy's animal business number? I just want to make sure that he's legit. A week goes by. Then, a post goes up on his business page. Due to recent goings-on, I will not be operating this business anymore, effective immediately. Moral of the story, don't throw stones when you live in a glass house. Also, the breeder who tried to harass us into giving him money has been suspended from the state's kennel club. That was r slash pro revenge, and this is r slash puppy bloopers. She got all s- Ow, dog! My dog just sneezed, and when he sneezed, like when he shook his head, he basically punched me in the knee with his teeth in the sneeze. So it's not like a bite, because he didn't bite me, but he did headbang his, his fangs into my leg. Ouch, dog.